One of our three deceivers once hung out of a helicopter at 2,000 feet. You can tell us who you think it is by voting along in the chat. Let's find out who's telling the truth and who is a chump. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chump, everybody. The Rooster Teeth Game Show, all about lying and deception. I'm your host, Jeremy Dooley, and we are joined by a lot of special guests on today's show, starting with deceiver number one, John Smith. Howdy. Applause. I thought it was going to be deceiver number two, Elise Willems. Hey, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the applause, everyone. Hey, Elise. And deceiver number three, Andrew Rosas. Only two people can sort out whether or not they're lying or telling the truth. The first being today's contestant, the returning Jack Patillo. And the other person being you, the audience voting along at home. So welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. New people and old people alike. Happy Uh, to be here. Yeah, at least... First time on the show, Elise and John. How you feeling? Yeah. Feeling good. I I've been working on my lies all morning. Was that was that a lie? <laughs> that was that was a truth like itself. <laughs> Maybe it might have been. Who knows? Um, but we're actually uh switching things up a little bit with the first game on this show. It's a game we've been trying out this season. Uh, and it is a game where our deceivers actually won't be lying or telling the truth for a round. I will, because this is a game called, Did I Do That? <laughs> Took a while. Did I Took do a while that? on that one. <laughs> Did I do that? Is this um, Jeremy's machine infringement? Um, <laughs> our lawyers will be in touch. <laughs> Urkel's lawyers okay, well. are here to tell us whether or not. <laughs> I'm more afraid of Stefan or Cal. Yeah. Or his we, robot. Uh, uh, So in this game, I'll be reading a story right here. This is either a true story about myself or something that Nick and Christian and them made up about my life that I have to tell lies about. Uh, Jack will question me for 60 seconds about this story. And then the deceivers will question me about this story one at a time, starting with John, then to Elise, and then to Andrew, and then back down the line as they keep going with questioning until time runs out. At the end of it, I count down from three, and everyone makes a vote. Either thumbs up if they think the story is true, or thumbs down if they think it's false. Uh, For the deceivers, that is majority rule. So if two people think that I'm telling a lie, then the deceiver's vote is a lie. As for the you, as for you, you, audience, you're voting using hashtags in the chat, and it's simply hashtag yes or hashtag no, did this thing happen to me? And the story is my car once exploded in a parking lot my car once exploded in a parking lot so that is uh, just hashtag yes or hashtag no if you think that's true or if you think that is false uh so now i get to lovingly answer questions about this uh jack there is going to be a time limit are you ready to ask questions about this i am not well, we'll wait. We'll wait. Twins. I'm good. I'm good. Let's get 60 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. What kind of car was this, Jeremy? This was a 1999 Dodge Intrepid. Dodge Intrepid. What color was it? 
It was champagne. Champagne, nice. Okay, and so yeah. what happened that made the car explode? Um, it's, it overheated uh, like a lot to a point where uh, a part in the engine just kind of blew up and pieces came out. So when you say explode, did it catch fire? There was no fire. A lot what of you doing smoke that, and that, what were you doing that overheated the car so much? Just driving. <laughs> just driving it. Just driving it. You weren't going super fast? I don't think what, I was going super fast. You know my history. What what kind of car was it again? It was a 1999 Dodge Intrepid. Okay. Okay. And it was red? It was champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. All right. I like your style, uh, Jack. I'm, I, I See, try he to doubles I try, back. I try to throw you off. He yeah. takes some notes and he doubles back. You said it was red. Jack, Dodge and Shepard's. I was about to say it didn't come in red. I don't know. I got my uh, notes. All right. So now uh, we're moving on to let the deceivers ask some questions. Uh, the timer's going to go up. And remember, we're starting with John. Then Elise will ask the next question. And then Andrew asks the next one. And then so on and so forth. John, are you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, begin your questioning in three, two, one, go. Was it totaled and did you get any insurance money back? It was not totaled. They just had to replace a part. Elise? Interesting. You're from Boston, correct? Correct. Just outside of Boston, yeah. Would it be safe to assume that perhaps the producer of this show would want to write you a line that you would say with a heavy Boston accent, such as a, a car exploded in a parking lot? <laughs> My car exploded <laughs> in a parking lot. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> hmm, me. Uh, uh, Andrew? Ah, oh, that's wicked bad, kid. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, what was the car that you got after that car? What was your next I actually car? kept... Uh, my next car was a Mazda 3, a black Mazda 3. John? Are you lying? <laughs> no. No, I'm not okay. lying. It's totally true. At least you get one more question, right. even though time's going to run out. Where's the car now? Hopefully in a <laughs> scrap heap somewhere. <laughs> those, those, those questions. Where's the car? Show us a picture of that car holding today's newspaper. Where's the car? Right. Where's yeah. the car now? The, get the car on the horn. <laughs> get it in here. Um, so those are the questions that were that were asked there. Uh, audience, you're just voting yes or no. Deceivers, you got a little time to deliberate if you want. Uh, you know, I don't know if, if you're just completely not believing anything like that or leaning a little bit. John, you want to say it all about how you're feeling? Yeah, I just want to say, uh, for I mean, everyone knows this already. Jeremy and I grew up together, childhood friends, and he never owned that car. So <sighs> you can't be given away. I'm supposed to lie like right that. now, right? Is that yeah? Play along, old. <laughs> I think he was set up. I think he was set up by the producer to say you, you know the car in the parking lot. The car. Those are a lot. Of, those are a lot of long A's, and uh, in one sentence. And I think I think it was plant. Uh, Andrew, see, I gotta I gotta going? think that you're. I think I think you're telling the truth because no one would lie about having a 1999 Dodge Intrepid. Yeah. I think. That, 
that's uh, that's embarrassing enough. No, see, uh, the thing is, he could have had it. Maybe he just didn't. It didn't explode because a lot, a lot of the I've played this game a few times. A lot of people will pick bits and pieces of reality and sprinkle them in amongst the lies. Hmm. Yeah, I think hmm. maybe he was being honest about the cars that he owned. Oh my goddamn! Web. Hold on, <laughs> Sean's <going> sorry. <laughs> Here I'm back. Oh no, you can see my laundry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think you were being honest about the cars that you own, but not the events that occurred with them. Interesting. Jeremy, can I All ask right, you well, one more question? Sure. When did this happen? 2009? Mm, that was a bad year for cars. That was a rough year for cars. There was a lot of exploding cars that year. Ten-year-old cars that year. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is all right. That, so we're locking in the audience answer right now. So this is going to have the countdown, and you either do thumbs up for truth or thumbs down for a lie. Uh, so at the end of the three, two, one countdown, that is when your vote is cast. So cast your vote in three, two, one. Vote. <laughs> John was late, but also the tiebreaker there, which was interesting. So, um, both think lie. Jack said lie. Uh, John and Elise have gone lie. Andrew went truth, but majority rules. So, deceivers vote lie. Mm-hmm. Audience, let's see what you voted. Also, think a lie. Fifty-seven percent think that I'm lying. You know this this game. I have not gotten a single point on this game. I've yet, we've done this the third one. I have not fooled a single person. And that trend is finally broken because that story is true. Uh, <laughs> that, campaign. Uh, that is a true story of a 1999 Dodge Intrepid blowing up in a 7-Eleven park. <laughs> uh, I, I love that Tom Waits song. It's so good. Yeah, uh, it's a great one. It's a great one. Uh, Elise, I love the logic you used. It was brilliant logic. It oh, really it was. was. Funny. It was some funnies for the show, too. <laughs> you know? Throwing in a couple <laughs> funnies for the show. They needed it. Yeah, uh, have a good time. Um, so, and yeah, the audience I, also said no. Uh, no points. No points for anyone that round. We're still so uh, you're currently winning. winning. Um, but <laughs> we'll hear more about that story in our post-show chump change. But it's time to uh, it's time to make some points happen, and points are definitely about to happen because we're moving on to our second game, which is called Pushing the Envelope. In this game, I have a true fact about each of our deceivers in these envelopes. I'm going to shuffle them up and redistribute the facts so they either get their own or they get someone else's. Jack then gets to question each person for 60 seconds to try to determine whether or not they're lying or telling the truth. Audience, you work a bit differently. We'll get to that later. Jack, if you get two or more correct, you get some points. So one point if you get two correct, two points if you get three correct. And deceivers, total opposite. If Jack gets uh, two wrong, you get one point. If he gets all three wrong, you get two points. And uh, so now I will distribute the facts, starting with John. So John Smith, the true fact is that John got drunk in one country and woke up in another with no memory. Yep. That is the true fact about John Smith. Elise Willems, the true fact is that Elise hung out of the side of a helicopter at 2,000 feet. 
And then the true fact about Andrew is Andrew simply played the clarinet for four years. <laughs> <laughs> so those are your facts. Audience, you are voting on who hung out of the side of a helicopter at 2,000 feet. So Elise is claiming that this is her story, but do you believe that? You can cast your votes. Remember, don't spam the same answer. You can change it at any point you want by using the hashtag John, hashtag Elise, or hashtag Andrew. So, Jack, having heard the stories, who do you want to start with? I'm going to start with Andrew. Start with Andrew, who played the clarinet for four years. Uh, Jack, are you ready to question? I think, is there, do I have a time limit on this one, or is question yes. till whatever? Yes, you got a 60-second okay. time limit on this bad boy. All right. So, 60 seconds going on the clock. Ready, get set, go. What is your favorite piece of clarinet music? Um, I don't have a favorite piece of clarinet music. We had to play a lot of it in high school for a jazz band. Uh, okay, so cool. it was. All right. So, uh, name three pieces of clarinet music. I couldn't, I haven't played clarinet in over 15 years, so I couldn't name you a piece. That's true. I forget most of my stuff from high school. Uh, how many different keys are on a clarinet? How many keys are on a clarinet? Well, how, how many like finger placements? How oh, many, how oh, many oh, oh, finger placements. Uh, eight. Just eight. Okay. Uh, and so, how how expensive is your average clarinet? Uh, like a beginner one is probably about three hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. That's and what, what made you pick the what made you pick the clarinet over everything else? Um, I've always had an affinity for the clarinet and jazz music, or at least I did uh, back then. We had to, part of our high school was uh, musical theater high school. We had to pick an instrument to play through. Oh, I'm out of time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh, we'll save, that uh, save that for later. All right. So there is some, uh, some clarinet facts from Andrew there. Okay. Uh, okay. Jack, who do you want to go to next? Uh, let's go over to John, because why not? So John's true story, just to remind everybody, is that John got drunk in one country and woke up in another with no memory. Jack, are you ready to question? Absolutely. All right. Begin questioning in three, two, one, go. John, tell me the story of this. I was uh, in my early 20s. I used to do a lot of nonprofit work. I was in Portugal screening a documentary. Afterwards, the local representatives took us out. We got very drunk. Uh, and the last thing I remember was riding in the taxi on the way to our hotel. And the taxi driver kept meowing. And we thought there was a cat in there because we were so drunk. And then we woke up. I woke <laughs> up landing in Frankfurt, Germany. Okay. So you, you, went, you fell asleep in Portugal and woke up in Germany. You managed to get through. I somehow got on a plane in Portugal and I woke up in Germany. How long is that flight typically? I have no idea. We're John I was, instant. I was, what was the documentary you were I was supposed to be in London. What? What was the documentary Wait, you were screening? Invisible Children. <laughs> okay. Ooh, Invisible Children. All right. All right. <laughs> How long is that flight? Oh, like that. <laughs> right away. Uh, all right, Jack. So that leaves you with Elise, and this is the audience's question. Remember that uh, Elise claiming to um, have hung out of a helicopter at two thousand feet. Jack, are you ready to question her? I'm ready. 
All right. Question, Elise, in three, two, one, go. Elise, would you lie to me? Jack, you know I would never. I couldn't. It's not in my DNA. That's true. Okay, so why were you, know, why were you hanging out of a helicopter at 2,000 feet? Well, you know, James and I love going to Hawaii. We have been fortunate to go a few times. And once we decided to go and take a helicopter tour, because um, you can go and you can do, especially of movie sets, there's like the Jurassic World you know, area that they film there. Um, so we were doing a helicopter tour. What, what island did you uh, take off out of? Maui. Okay. Uh, can you name two other islands in Hawaii for me? Oahu and Kauai. Okay. Okay. And so why were you hanging out of this helicopter? Why weren't you just sitting in it? Well, because, you know, I'm an excitable person, Jack. I'm known for falling at water parks because I run when I get excited when I see the bucket that pours the water out. Um, and so I, the pilot had to tell me to to not hang out and to compose myself. And James, of course, got upset that I was disobeying the rules of the helicopter. Way to go, James. Never disobey the rules of the helicopter. Pilot knows best. And that okay. is um, that is the final story from Pushing the Envelope. So audience, last chance to get your votes in. Uh, did you believe Elise, or do you think the helicopter story belongs to someone else? Jack, before we lock in the answer, how you feeling? I'm feeling like we got a bunch of liars here, Jeremy. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, this is tough. It's tough. It's harder to catch people in lies when you've got a little bit of delay here, because it's fun to sort of, like, catch them. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, like... Mm. Let, there, there's some good stuff though. There's some good information there. Some people threw out some really like specific things, which was good. Um, but I think I think I may have caught a couple people. Ooh, all right. Jack sounds like he's feeling pretty confident. So, audience, let's lock in your vote right now on who hung out of a helicopter at 2,000 feet. And Jack, we're gonna go down the line with you. You just have to tell me whether or not they're lying or telling the truth. And we're starting with John Smith. So, John Smith who got drunk in one country and woke up in another. Is he lying or telling the truth? Now, I, I wanted to believe him because it was really it was a nice story about, you know, doing like, you know, charity work and stuff like that. But I refuse to believe you can get on a plane and be blacked out for that. That that to me seems I, that seems impossible, especially in Europe. I, I think that was a lie. I think he is not telling the truth. You want to lock that one in? Let's lock it in. Lock in John as a filthy liar. Moving on to Elise and the helicopter story. Jack, what are you thinking? So she she mentioned the whole thing about Hawaii, which is feasible. Uh, recently, uh, Jeffrey, who you might know, he went uh, he went on a helicopter tour. And was talking about hanging out the side of a helicopter. I don't know if maybe Elise heard that story and maybe just kind of like brought it to her mind. But Jeffrey, that, <laughs> Jeff Ramsey, Ooh, she's good. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, she's good. <laughs> uh, but that was something like he was on a, a tour hanging out of helicopters, freaked out. Um, she said Jurassic World, which I believe Jurassic World was actually not shot in Hawaii. I believe all of Jurassic Park was. Um, this guy. Oh, I'm, I'm getting into it, man. But all in all, <laughs> I, she she knows her Hawaii. And I'm gonna, I, I think Elise is telling the truth. You think Elise think is telling Elise, the truth? Do you, I, I do you think want to lock telling, that in. I'm going to lock it in. All right. Let's lock in Elise as a truth teller. A clean truth teller. And uh, that leaves us with Andrew, uh, which mathematically uh, means that you must think that he's lying if you think John I, is lying. I, I think uh, Andrew's lying. I think I caught him with the uh, the name some clarinet music, and he couldn't name any clarinet music. Uh, I think that was it for me. So I'm going to go ahead and say Andrew is lying on that one. 
All right. And since you've locked in the other two, we're locking this one in as well. Absolutely. As the other liar. Okay. Now, uh, before we do our full reveal of who's lying and who's telling the truth and see who gets some points, let's see what the audience thought about the helicopter story. Uh, 69% <laughs> thought it was Andrew. John, they really just don't think John's hanging out of a helicopter, <laughs> apparently. percent. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, they're hoping that Jack is wrong about Elise. They're hoping that Andrew is actually the one. So let's go down the line, starting with John Smith. Jack, you thought John Smith was lying about getting drunk in a country, waking up in another. I can reveal that John Smith was... Telling the truth. That is a true uh, story from John. Turns out no. Portugal doesn't have very tight airport security. <laughs> <laughs> the drunk guy wander onto a plane. How? Um, <laughs> hey, do you want to hear how? I don't know. I just uh, I remember we're nice going to the hotel. <laughs> well, well I mean, literally, that sure. was the last thing I remember. The guy was driving. He kept going meow, meow, and we're like, <laughs> "Is there a fucking meow in here? Taxi What's driver? going on?" Yeah, I forgot about that one. Wow. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm boned then. I don't think I can. I don't think I can win. Well, on to Elise, who uh, you thought was telling me truth about hanging out of a helicopter at 2,000 feet. So, audience, um, you thought that that story belonged to Andrew. I can reveal that Elise was telling a lie. Elise was lying. Uh, Jack, you didn't get that one right, unfortunately. Oh and no! Was a lie right there. I can betray you. Lie, Elise. Which, uh, if so fact, uh, on to Andrew, who you thought was lying about playing the clarinet for four years. And I can reveal that Andrew was lying. You got that one right, Jack. He was All lying right. about a clarinet. I don't think a clarinet has eight keys. I think it's got a, a bit more. But yeah. um, <laughs> And uh, as for the helicopter and who was actually hanging out of a helicopter at 2,000 feet. That was indeed Andrew Rosas. You were right, audience. You got that right. That's two points for you. Uh, and deceivers, because you fooled Jack twice, you get a point as well. Jack, no yeah. points for you. Brutal. Which means you're Brutal. going into the final round as the current chump. So yeah, uh, we're gonna hear all of the stories that we didn't get to hear elaborate on the on the true ones, and uh, all that will be in our post show chump change. So make sure to check that one out. If you're a first member, but it's time to find out who is gonna be the ultimate chump with our final game which is called What's in Your House? It's a spin on What's in the Box, which I don't think I have to say anymore because we're in episode five of this season. Um, so in this game, all three of our deceivers will describe a bizarre item that is in their house. However, two of them are making up items that don't exist. And the third one is describing a real item that they actually have. So they're each going to say like a one-sentence descriptor of the item in their house. Jack then gets to question each deceiver up to my discretion. I'll tell him when to move on about that item. Then he has to say who has the actual item. Audience, you're doing the same thing. Who actually has the item? Either hashtag John, hashtag Elise, or hashtag Andrew. Let us know who has the item. Everything's riding on this one, audience. Not really. I mean, come on. It's, it's, a, it's a mean nothing show, but it's fine. Um, so let's hear our one-sentence descriptors of these objects, starting with John Smith. John Smith, what is in your house? I have a genuine life cast of Gary Busey's face. <laughs> a life cast of Gary Busey's face. Uh, Elise, what is in your house? I have a ceramic tile that has a painting of a kiwi on it. 
painted ceramic tile. Andrew, what is in your house? Uh, I have a mascot head of a chicken full of books. A mascot head of a chicken full of books. Jack, you got your work cut out for you, man. So uh, Jesus, time to start questioning people. Who would you like to start with? Um, let's go ahead and start with Andrew again. All right, starting with Andrew, the mascot head. And this one, you can just start questioning whenever you're ready, and I'll tell you when to move on. Okay. So off you so go, Jack. Andrew, Andrew uh, A, why? Uh, I, well, the reason I have it is uh, because it was at my mom's house, uh, and she was uh, just trying to clean house and get rid of a lot of stuff. And uh, it had been sitting in my uh, high school bedroom closet for a long-ass time. Uh, along okay. with some other stuff. And so she packed it up, packed up a bunch of books inside the mascot head. And, uh, what, what, what kind of mascot is it exactly? Is it a high school mascot? It's actually not a high school mascot. Uh, my uncle Raul uh, used to have a chicken, like a chicken restaurant uh, down in San Antonio. And this was like their, like the mascot for the restaurant. They, and I don't know how he got it. And so it's a, it's a chicken then? What, what exactly is the, is the head? It's, I mean, it's like a mascot. It's like one of those like big mascot heads that like, you know, it has a suit part, but that disappeared a long time ago. I have nowhere that I do with that. Is. Okay. Does, does your head completely go inside of it or is it one where it has the hole cut out? No, your head like completely goes inside of it. And it's got like the little like, like mesh guard, like right here in the neck. So you can kind of see out of it. Okay. And so why are there books in it? It's just more stuff my mom was wanting to get get out of the house, like my old books from high school. All right, Jack, okay. we're going to make you move on here. Moving on to another right. item. Who would you like to move on to? Uh, let, let's talk to Elise. Let's talk to Elise. Let's talk to what? Elise Come about, on. The, about the painting. <laughs> we'll get you. Best for last, John. We're, we're saving. We're saving. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So, uh, Elise, I just, I just said that. Um, all right. The question about the painting. Uh, Jack, whenever you're ready, go for it. All right, Elise, what makes this ceramic tile so special? Why did you keep it? Well, you know from my helicopter story that I like to travel. And <laughs> when I acquired this, this uh, ceramic tile with the painting on it, I was in New Zealand at the time. As a matter of fact, Jack, I'm so sorry I lied to you before. I, they made me do it, and I didn't want to. What, what part would, of New Zealand were you in? Pardon? What part of New Zealand? What part of New Zealand? Oh my God, we were. I'm. I'm. We went after RTX Australia, and I'm gonna. I'm totally blanking. I'm totally blanking on where we were on the the north side. Oh, uh, don't you can't participate. You're not on the show. <laughs> we were in. <laughs> we were in Auckland. Auckland, New Zealand. Okay, and so why did you buy this? Because uh, I, when I travel, if I can find a ceramic tile that has like local art on it, I, I buy it wherever I go. How many ceramic tiles do you have? I have, I think four. One being one from at least from Hawaii. All right, so this is a relatively new collecting. Um, what what kind of kiwi yeah. is it? Is it? Is you can always find ceramic bird? tiles with art. It is the bird. Okay, what color is the bird? It is brown, as a bird is. All right, <laughs> All right I'm cutting off there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. There's a the tile. Brown, as a bird is. Okay. 
and that leaves John Smith with the uh, the face mask. Check. Uh, you ready to question him? Yeah, why not? John's sweating. <laughs> He's sweating. All right. It's a warm Check one. All right. Tell me how you acquired a life mask of Gary Busey. eBay. <laughs> you spent money on this thing? Uh, well, how much yep. did, the, did the Gary Busey mask cost? It was $150. $150. Okay. And, uh, and so w- around what period is this life mask from? It, I believe it was used in a few films in the 90s, but I think the cast was made for Predator 2. Okay, okay. Um, and, uh, God, that's such a weird fucking thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what, where do you have this displayed? Is this something you're proud of? Uh, it's in my living room. My roommate didn't... <laughs> want me to hang it on the wall so it's sitting on a bookshelf okay and why gary Busey's life mask because i'm a big Busey fan all like all my whole life i've loved gary Busey. i watched the show i'm with Busey. i dreamed of meeting him name four gary Busey movies i'm i'm not good at recalling (laughs) information well, you said um, Predator 2. I'll give you that one. That's one. The Frighteners. Okay. Oh, that's Jake Busey. Um, <laughs> I'm with Busey, the TV show. Okay, sure. Let's, we'll call that two. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of the one with Keanu Reeves, but I keep thinking Pulp Fiction. Just Point so break? you know, I'm terrible at recalling information like this. Okay. All right, I just figured someone who had a Gary Busey head would know of at least a few movies that he's been in. I'll give you one more question, Jack. John, are you lying to me? I am not. Okay. Wow. There it is. The answer <laughs> straight to the camera. All right, so Jack, <laughs> you have all your stories. One of these is true. One of these is an actual item they have. Um, oh, man. Audience, last chance to change your votes if you want to. Jack, any thoughts? It, well, it's tough because I know Elise went to uh, New Zealand. I know I know that. I remember after RTX Australia, a few people went to New Zealand, and she seems like someone who would collect ceramic tiles. Andrew, I want to say, got me last time I was on the show with a story about a cop or something. I forget what it was exactly. Um, I could. It's, it's weird because I could see Andrew with a Gary Busey head more so than John. <laughs> Which is, which is, is the game weird is not who has the Busey head. That's I know, the- I know. <laughs> if someone knows where all my frames went to, could you please tell me? I'm losing all my internet here. Um, uh, point Break, Silver Bullet. Uh, I can name actual Gary Busey. Predator Two. I'm with Busey. Um, and Elise's that seems like. You guys all did a great job of, or at least Andrew and Elise were doing a good job of like looking off, like I'm looking at the item. I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't believe John. I'll say that. That's my my process oh, of elimination. Is, I, believe it. I, I don't believe John. It's really a toss up between Elise and Andrew. All right. Well, we'll get the final answer in just a second, audience. Let's lock you in. So your answer is now locked down. You're done for the night, audience. Thank you very much for playing along. We'll see how you did, Jack. Who has the actual item? I want to believe Elise. I want to. I don't know if I can though, because she lied to me earlier. Oh, uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I don't want to, but I'm gonna go with Andrew. I think it was Andrew. I think he's got a head full of books. A chicken head full of books. Locking it in. Locking it in. Locking in Andrew Rosas. And it's time to see what the audience voted. Audience, who has the actual item in their house? Yeah, I knew they were going to vote for Elise. John, not, not great. <laughs> not not great, man. <laughs> They're voting Elise with the Kiwi ceramic tile. So, Jack, you said it was a toss-up between the two, and I, you and the I, audience I, went the, I, the separate ways. I could have coin flipped that one, and it seems like Elise was too, too obvious. As a bird is. As a bird yeah, does. As a, as All a right. bird. Um, so, Deceivers, grab your items. I'm going to count down from three, and then you're going to lift up your items. Of course, two will be nothing, and one will be the actual object. So, reveal in three, two, one. Reveal. No! Yay! <laughs> There's Andrew <laughs> holding nothing. And Elise with the uh, Kiwi ceramic tile. And then John I, Smith with I, I, his cab driver, apparently. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It was too obvious. It was, I, it was. I thought I was getting thrown off. I, well, I told Andrew, like, I was like, you know, if you want to just, like, go for an item, go for it. <laughs> Chicken handle book. Um, so there you go, which means, yeah, Jackie got it incorrect. Audience, uh. you got it correct. Uh, congratulations on that. So that means the audience gets a point. The deceivers get a point. Wow. So audience ending with three points. Deceivers ending with two. Jack ending with the goose egg, which means that on this episode of Chump, Jack Patilla, the contestant, is tonight's Chump. There it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It was a valiant no. effort. Uh, great stories all around. Very much so. Uh. And I can't wait to hear the truth behind some of the lies in our post-show chump change show so if you're a first member if you're not a first member become a first member so that you can watch chump change and hear about uh the drunken airport and the helicopter and even the clarinet. The clarinet yeah, yeah. <laughs> hear about all of those um and also thanks for playing along if you weren't playing along you're watching this later on the site or on youtube just go to the site sign up it's free and then you can get in the chat and play along next episode because there's not that many left this season so get in while you can before chump goes away again uh thanks for watching everybody we will see you next week goodbye ladies and gentlemen <laughs>